0: network so i've been uh, studying for this certification uh for work and uh, i recently decided to get a coach like a group coaching session uh that i'm spending way too much money on uh anyway one of the coaches has a british accent i was telling my wife about you know what he says during these these sessions we're out walking the dogs and uh she stops me and she's like, "Please don't do that voice ever again." <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly not. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, uh, but what you're trying to do is not working. And I think my British accent is uh, pretty good.
1: Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a guess ahead of time. <laughs> it sounds just like his Dundalk accent.
0: <laughs> God,
2: I, I hope, so. I
0: hope so. I hope so. Please, can we, can we take a listen? Well, I have to now. I have to think. I have to tap into it because I had a couple different. I have a couple different English accents, as you know. I'm a man of 1,000 voices. Not quite, <laughs> uh, not quite the uh, uh, the abilities of Don, of a uh, Cherokee Don, but I consider myself to be a pretty good uh, impressionist. So it was more like hello, hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think when I was doing this impression, that's like my my dumb British accent. The one I think I was doing was, hello, this is Cornelius Finch, and I have to say. Now
1: that, I thought, is a pretty good British accent. So wait, you're the guy that teaches your class is named Cornelius
0: Finch? Cornelius, that is his name. Uh, that's what he goes by, and you can win. And so to start, <laughs> that's, the, that's the accent. I think that's a pretty decent accent. Yeah, if you're uh,
2: if you're Mike Myers trying to do,
0: <laughs> try to
2: do one of those movies. We want winners here. You smell like a winner. From
1: days of long
2: ago, uh, from uncharted regions of the universe. That's right! <laughs> we can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's Radio for Winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don.
0: Another week, another episode Radio For Winners, Jeremy, Tony, and Cherokee Don Sanders. Feel the burn, <laughs> Cherokee.
1: Feeling the burn.
2: <laughs> what the hell is that?
1: Cherokee Don Sanders.
2: Is that like a Colonel Sanders reference or like a Bernie Sanders It's a Bernie reference?
1: Sanders reference because you're so big on food stamps. Maybe you've all forgotten.
2: I don't believe... Liberal Don. <laughs> That's not very nice. Hey, um, um...
1: So, are you going to continue to do your English accent for your wife uh, to get her in the mood? Yes, <laughs> uh, absolutely not.
0: She, uh, she uh, abruptly ended that uh, that chance of that happening. Uh, and uh, yeah, Matt, <laughs> hello, yeah. hello, love. There I was. There I was. There I
2: was sitting sitting alone in the dark on the sofa on the couch. The couch. The couch. I don't even know if that's English. What is this? Her British accent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what that's it's my Port be? City accent. I'll tell you, playing <laughs> out here, I'm doing it.
2: We're all good at it. There was over there, <laughs> sitting on the sofa, having me a Coors Light, and uh, you know, it, uh Don Scott, Marty Bass on the TV, and uh, then Denise Coke came on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Things got real heated up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was glazing the a- screen. <laughs> Officially the dumbest podcast on the internet. Uh, well done, guys.
2: Speaking of dumb.
1: Yeah, speaking of dumb, I definitely, uh, maybe the dumbest person on this podcast, despite that I don't have a bad English accent, because I know I have no good English accent. Can, you, why can I, I hear do you
0: do it. an English accent? No,
1: I don't do accents. I don't do impersonations, because they all sound bad. I don't
0: think I've ever heard
1: Jeremy do an, like, an accent. No, because I know I can't do them. They sound very, very terrible. But, I don't think so. But we're not going to even test like, it. I've
0: never heard, now, I think I've known Jeremy about the... Uh, I've gone on almost twenty years.
1: Yeah, I don't do impersonations.
0: I've never heard him once do an accent. I
2: think not our one. audience wants to hear you do just somebody. Because I'm
1: non-regional guy.
0: Who's who's somebody that you could do
2: as off
1: the top no, of No, let's head. not bother with that. Let's just continue with the story about how dumb I am.
2: What would Bernie Sanders sound like?
1: Bernie Sanders sounds like an old man. I don't even. Sound, I wouldn't be able to do a good Bernie Sanders.
2: What does uh, Don? I'm not going to try what it. What does Burt we can Reynolds
1: waste sound like? Hours. Oh yeah, I could do <laughs> Burt Reynolds laughing. I could pull that off. <laughs> So uh, today I was I was at my house. My kids were there. I opened up the windows because it was nice outside. And at uh, at about 4:30, I went outside and I heard the door slam behind me because a a gust of wind came through. And I realized I had locked myself out of my house. Super smart, (laughs) super smart now. That was just you that locked yourself No, I had I had the kids out with me, so well, there's hey, no chance they could open the door for me. Father of the year over here. No, no, know? no, but it's better than locking them out when they were asleep in the house or something than I was just locking myself out. I couldn't help them. They were both with me, no big deal.
2: Now now if and It was I, a nice day outside. I, today. I got it was very it was a little cold outside.
1: It got a little chilly with <laughs> they had no coats on. They were very sad. But we did uh, we were outside for a little bit.
2: All right, so um I, I may I may be dreaming some things. And that, that happens, but do, do I remember? Didn't somebody else, another member of your family, lock themselves out of the house? My I did it a week ago. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she locked her, but but in her case, it wasn't that she locked herself out. The doorknob would not open. Ow! Uh, but then I came home and mystically opened with my key. So I'm not sure exactly what happened, but uh, but she could not get in the house. No, I actually locked myself out, and so then I decided that I was going to try to break into my own house because uh-huh. uh, the back door, the back upstairs door. Uh, was open. The sliding glass door. sliding glass door on the deck, so uh-huh. I had to, to climb a ladder to get on the deck.
2: Do you have a ladder?
1: I have a ladder, uh, but it's just short enough that I wasn't confident with the strength of my railing to try it.
2: Always a gap between the ladder and where you need it to be.
0: There,
1: yeah, there was, now, an, was it really the strength of the railing or the strength of your upper arm? It was also my <laughs> upper body strength, but really, I, also <laughs> just, I did not feel comfortable Trying you see to pull Jamie myself on a
2: ladder, pulling himself on the deck, and the whole side of the deck comes <laughs> well, ripping then, off.
1: Then I thought I would go and knock on the door of my neighbor and jump from their deck onto my deck because there's only like a foot gap. I you, could make that jump. You
2: Spider-Man?
1: Uh, yes, I. <laughs> I'm a very unfit Spider-Man with no superpowers.
2: I'd love to see you in tights.
1: But I knocked on their door and I know they're home and they didn't answer. <laughs> like I saw them come home from work and I knocked on the door for like. Three minutes and they never answered. So then I was getting pretty pissed off and I was like, maybe I'll go to the one farther down and then like run across four decks. Uh, but then thankfully, my other neighbor came outside and said, You know, I have one of your keys, idiot. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I then, uh, she just saw me walk around the backyard. But the first time I thought there was some stranger walking through the backyard, but then I realized it was just me.
2: Now, Now, maybe your neighbors were, you know, maybe in passionate lovemaking.
1: It's possible. They're not very attractive, but they're with each other, so, you know, it could happen.
2: Maybe their time of the week is uh, like a Wednesday. (laughs) It's
1: Wednesday at 4.30 in the afternoon. (laughs) When people are banging on the door, that's the appropriate time for
2: love. Uh, Yeah, once you start, you can't stop. You know, it's like a Pringle.
1: (laughs) No? It's just like a Pringle.
2: Just like a Pringle. (coughs) I feel like I used to get Pringles in my Easter basket. Oh, how was Easter?
1: Oh, Easter was awesome, guys. I had my niece and nephew staying with us for the whole weekend from Thursday to Sunday, uh, just them. Their their mom came, dropped them off, then went to, to Atlanta, and then didn't come back until late Saturday night. So I had a great time with four children instead of two. I know you do four children all the time, but two of them weren't mine. <laughs> so I could only be so mean to them.
2: I feel like we had, my wife and I had a conversation about you a couple times this weekend about how how, I don't know, I was a little creeped out by how much I feel that you really do love Easter as a holiday. Like, I feel like... I feel like you have it up there as one of your top like two or three holidays.
1: Well, Don, first off, uh, it really is the key to our salvation, so it uh, should be is a big risen.
0: holiday. <laughs> <laughs> he is risen. But aside
1: from that, I like chocolate, and I like taking from children, so I'm a big fan of Easter. It's a good time. So, Jeremy,
0: when you had these two kids over, were you like, I know how to control this. Let me bring out a nice cheese plate. I did. And I had a cheese meats.
1: plate set up with some meats. First off, I still don't understand why you think that's so funny. <laughs> I thought I was being... You came over for a holiday. I had a cheese plate. It was it's nice. not so
0: much that you had. It's the way you presented it. Like, <laughs> it was a big deal. When you walked out, you strolled out, you kind of like waved it in front of you. You kind of like presented it as if it was like some kind of treasure. You, you put it right it down in cheese. the middle of everybody and it it said, here, cheese. help
1: yourself do some uh, cheeses and meats.
2: It was like his first adult party.
1: No, yeah. I, it, sadly, that's what I eat every night. I, <laughs> I just wanted to share it with Tony. <laughs> I do a cheese plate pretty much any time. Hey, get
0: yourself some of that Gouda.
1: But anyway, instead of boring everyone to death with stories of how my Easter was just dealing with four children, here are the two items that are worth bringing up. One the seven-year-old, who's my nephew, wanted to play with the Wii the whole time, which is fine. It, yeah. it was something easy to do that I didn't have to pay attention to. But now, every 30 seconds after they've left, my four-year-old and two-year-old believe that now it's time for them to play the
2: Wii. Yes. That, and it was a mistake.
1: Yeah. A mistake. I'm actually considering throwing away all my game systems.
2: Yeah, that. Um, that's a thing. Like when, <coughs> it's not when, good. Yeah, when they start... Well, the, the good thing is, is that my kids... Again, I, as I've said this before, uh, my kids still believe that the Wii the original Wii, is still the latest and greatest uh, gaming console. Um, so we're able to find <laughs> games for like $3 or $4 like online. Um, they think well, that it's, that's it's the latest the and greatest system. Technology. I
1: don't care if they want to play it, except that I'm still working under the assumption that my only goal as a parent is to have both kids not be me. So I don't want them to play video games. I don't want them to do any of the things I do. I want them to... To play sports and be normal and find something they want to do and follow their dream and do it. I don't want them to play video games for 10 hours a day but and then start 100 <laughs> bands and podcasts and be a miserable content 38. I don't want that. I want them to, to do the right thing. So we're not starting video games. I can figure it, the, my earliest thing i did was video games so let's cut that out first and we'll go from there maybe it was maybe it wasn't video games maybe it was when i cried playing baseball but it probably is video games.
2: did you see that look in the, the gleam in your eye like like a like a heroin addict that has kids that's that, so uh, bad all, yeah yeah
1: it's so bad and, and my two-year-old who can, obviously can't play anything he's two just runs around with a controller and screams mario in my face <laughs> that's it so that was the first thing as i've now made my life far worse uh, but the other thing was and tony this is something you're gonna have to get very comfortable with children don't Want to wear clothes. Now, it's okay in your own house if it's your own kid not wearing clothes, whatever, no big deal. The only reason the two year old wears clothes is because if he doesn't, he pees all over the floor. So he's going to wear at least a diaper. (laughs) Otherwise, they could be naked all the time. I would not care. And I don't care if the two and the four year old are naked because they're two and four. Who cares? But somehow the difference between four and seven is a huge gap. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And one's not mine. So at at first, you know, when I have guests over, I'm like, hey, kids, wear some clothes. While people are here. I know that they're relatives. Even when grandma and grandpa are over, just wear clothes. Just it's a Are thing. they like just like uh, a shirt off? it's not a, that big of a deal. It's no, a no, it's, it's, in fact it, Elliot's the opposite. Elliot will just wear a shirt and no pants at all. Like Winnie the Pooh. That's what he does.
0: Now, um, Sorry, I, uh, is this kid is this seven year old completely naked or is this seven year old just like a a shirt? Is, is is it a male or a female? Girl it's a male. a a male. All right. <laughs> the guy, the kid's got a shirt off. Not a big deal. It,
1: no, this is what happened. So it, it's <clears> not that he walked around without a shirt off. It's that my kids don't wear clothes anyway. So I wasn't. It's not that I'm uncomfortable with nudity, and I don't want them to feel uncomfortable with it. So I don't make a big deal about it, except when I'm like, "Hey, people are over, so wear some clothes." But I came upstairs because they were playing in his room, and I wasn't quite sure. I was like, "Let's just go go outside and do something." I went upstairs, and they're both totally naked, the <laughs> oh, seven-year-old and the four-year-old, weird. and they're not doing anything. They're not like. Touching each other or doing anything that I should be feel weird about. It. They're just both naked. Inappropriate time. And I said, "What am I doing, <laughs> guys? What are, what are you doing right now?" And they both were like, "Oh, this is so much fun. We're having a naked party." And so then I said, uh, "I kind of like. I probably dealt with this wrong by screaming, <laughs> there's no naked parties in this house,' and I made them get dressed." But then for the rest of the weekend, like they would keep whispering, and I'd be like. Elliot, what are you guys going to do? And he's like, we're going to have a secret naked party. Like, what the hell is a secret naked party? This is not good. And I'm sure nothing was going to happen. He's a good kid. I'm not worried about it. It's just weird to me. I did not, not a fan of secret naked parties. I
2: can just picture Jeremy yelling in the house, no naked parties.
1: I, I literally lost my mind. And his
2: wife, who's secretly in the other room, just gets up and puts her clothes on because she thinks Jeremy's just done for the night. He doesn't want any, uh, he doesn't want any.
1: There's no, first off, that's not my wife. <laughs> Let's be fair. That has never happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, no, I, I that that was weird. That was weird. And now I'm afraid that my my son wants to have naked parties with everybody.
2: I feel like this is that episode of Different Strokes where Dudley was with
0: um, the guy from <laughs> WKRP and, and <laughs> uh, the, bicycle in the bicycle shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the they were watching Mickey Mouse cartoons, <laughs> but Mickey Mouse was naked, <laughs> having a naked party.
1: <laughs> well, how was your Easter, Don? Let's move on to something else. <laughs> there I was.
0: Having my usual
1: naked.
0: Lukaki <laughs> party
1: tonight.
2: I feel like I just had a little bit of a flashback to that episode of Different Strokes. I feel like that may have been an episode that my parents forced me to watch. Did over
1: and over again? No. By your, just you and your dad? No,
2: like it was just one of those things. <laughs> Come on, like, give
1: me a massage while I watch this <laughs> one. Then we watch the episode of Mr. Belvedere where Wesley goes to camp.
0: Oh, I, I my, one of my friends is a child psychologist. Um, should I give him your uh, your number? Yeah, I'll, I'll text you after the show. Wow. We'll get this out.
2: <laughs> so I um I I also I feel like uh, like uh, all of the uh, like the Facebook posts from this Easter were how to turn hollowed out chocolate bunnies into some sort of like a shot glass. Did you see any of those? No, like I have
1: if, classy friends, Don.
2: Wow. <laughs> do
1: you no i to make bad zombie jesus jokes not even funny <laughs> not even worth bringing up
2: so i had um we uh we went away for easter um just to kind of come back uh on sunday but um i actually um I, I had a little bit of an awkward situation that happened um we were uh, we went to uh ocean city and um, enough said <laughs> so we're um we're we're in i don't know like uh the playland we're hanging out at
1: secrets <laughs> rat
2: secrets there's a naked
0: party going on <laughs> seven-year-olds <laughs> and four-year-olds going crazy the dj was
1: playing
2: no that's not what happened however <clears throat> speaking of djs um i i turn around and my wife is um i'm pushing the stroller through the playland which is always fun and i notice that my wife is having a conversation with with someone, uh, a guy that she clearly knows and um, has known for a long time, and um, she introduces me to um, to him as uh, Jason. So um, I'm talking to him, and we're having a nice conversation, really nice guy, um, and I, I don't know how they know each other, and it doesn't bother me. I, I figure I'll get the story after he sort of walks away. Um, to when which, you're like, who was that guy? To which you, she, tell me.
1: you tell me right now who he was. To <laughs> which she
2: says... She says, oh, yeah. She goes, you know, um, you know, um, Tony, I think, sent you Don's tape. And I'm, <laughs> I, I'm thinking to myself, what What exactly is she talking oh. about? 98 YCR York's hottest Nick Oteen with you. The <laughs> night is the right time for you, baby.
1: So this is the guy Tony sent the demo tape to. I realize it's Jason sh- it's Kidd. Jason
2: Kidd. <laughs> <laughs> I realize that it's Jason Kidd, who's a, he's a very nice guy and a great conversation with him, but I am now I am now I am just horrified. I <laughs> I I to, wanna... Because I
0: sent him that tape and hey, telling him it was a joke, but I, I don't think he really got the joke. I think he took it really, really seriously. Uh and he's like, Yeah, it's a lost art. Uh but luckily he didn't comment on the fact that he just did the six songs in the <laughs> six <laughs> of the same songs in a row. Um <clears throat>
1: But yeah. I, so t- what do you say? I, 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 did he know it was you that was the the talk up guy?
0: He he
2: just he went. Oh yeah, I got that. He goes. He goes. Well, you know what? People need to start somewhere. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> at that moment, I was like, I'm like, no, I'm just. I plan on staying in in my garage. That's where so He goes. Well, you know what? That's fine too. Well,
1: you know that's a. <laughs> Does he know you're turning forty this year? <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to play radio, sir.
2: Hey, you know what I'm real excited about is starting a whole new career where I make ninety five percent less <laughs> than I currently do now.
1: Actually you can make as many percent as you want. Zero dollars <laughs> is every is, is a zero percent.
2: There's an opening in Easton right now where you may or may not be the sales guy and janitor of the radio station, or but you get fourteen dollars an hour. But you get an on air shift, so good for you. So now I was I was mortified that um you know, I guess it's one thing to do something stupid and funny and send it off like that and not ever expect to run into them or meet <laughs> meet him. And, and then when you meet him and, and your wife's like, oh, yeah, you got Don's demo tape. He's like, oh, yeah, very nice. Yeah. People have to start somewhere, Don. People have to start <laughs> somewhere. So um, just know that he would like to put together a B102.7 reunion. Oh, wow. Uh, your name came up quite a bit. Mm. Uh, Have to break out the old fleece jacket with the B102.7 staff logo out there. You have to wear that. Um, I actually threw
0: mine out. I uh, no longer have any of my B one hundred two point seven because, again, that was eighteen years <laughs> ago. So <laughs> it's been a little bit of a while. Well, you know, a little funny, bit of time. as
2: much as I hung out with you and and her back then, like I I, I guess Priestley kind of took his air. Er- like I knew Priestley way more than I knew Jason because I I guess Jason was like transitioning out of B at that time, so I never really got a chance to meet him. So <clears throat> again, I had no idea who the hell he was when um when when she was talking to him, so,
0: so you didn't like uh, like afterwards, like I mean, or you didn't like? Uh, did you have the come? No. So he says, to "You, you have to start somewhere." You weren't like, "Hey, uh, can you give us some tips on the podcast?"
1: Or uh, hey, you man, know, we maybe, have seventeen uh, listeners. Bro. I don't
2: think he has a goddamn clue as to the podcast that we do. I think he legitimately <laughs> saw the demo tape that you sent on as an opportunity for him to grade and judge someone that oh, you feel has no. on-air talent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to which Did he you probably went him as part of a podcast and it's not
2: i i mean i didn't because i was mortified i was trying to run as fast as i can in the opposite direction i was pretending the baby was crying by pinching her so that she would start to cry but i i was doing anything i could to get the hell out of that situation
1: oh man well it's another i mean you seem to run into a lot of famous people you ran into him you ran into before it in wasn't the question mark guy uh, I did run it.
2: <laughs> I remember that. I was thinking about that. I, I had another I had another minor celebrity sighting.
1: Oh boy. This can't be as good as Jason Kidd right?
2: It's it's <laughs> maybe better. I ran into
1: Boardwalk Elvis. Hey, like on the boardwalk because that's what he does.
0: I have not heard Boardwalk Elvis's name in probably a good uh, 12 to 13 years. Gotta it's been be, a while. Got to
2: be very honest, thought he was dead.
0: I thought he was as well. <laughs>
2: Um, I'll be very, I'll be also very honest with you, he smells as
0: if he is dead. Okay. All right. How old is he now? He looked like he was 85 then.
2: I was in the Food Lion. Food Lion and Red Lion. That's the only thing I can reference that you do. Food Lion, Red Lion. I remember on a,
0: on the way to Ocean City, uh, like before they kind of built the, uh, I guess they built like an an off-ramp kind of so you didn't have to go through some of the smaller cities. There was a city, I think maybe it was Cambridge or something like that. Uh, where they had a, uh, a grocery store called Meatland. Yes, that's in Oce- <laughs> There
2: was one in Ocean Pines, Meatland.
0: <laughs> I if that's still in business.
2: No, it's not. They they closed oh, down. Man. Now I ran I ran into Boardwalk Elvis at the Food Lion, um, and I saw him kind of walking across the parking lot. And I I kind of know where he lives because I lived down there for many many years, and I kind of know where he lives. And I just I haven't I first of I haven't been to Ocean City in probably two and a half years, three years. But I, um, I, have, I, I thought that I had heard through the grapevine that he had died. Um, but, I mean, because leading up to that two or three years that I hadn't been down there, I haven't seen him in, in many years down at the boardwalk mm-hmm. because he used to be there every single night. You could find him every single night down there. Now, um, I see him kind of walking across the parking lot, and he's got like a dirty white like button-down shirt on, and he's got like a... Like a patch, like a police officer's patch that says "Sheriff's Office" on it, and it's like it's it's safety pinned to his shirt. Um, so As I, all sheriffs would. Ever.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I uh, I go into the grocery store and I make my my purchase and I get to the register and he is talking to the cashier. Um,
0: and you overhear him say, "Let's
1: have a naked party." <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is not what he said. Um,
1: Seriously, what's wrong with my family? Go ahead.
2: That's fine. So, <laughs> so he hands me a flyer, and he says, "I'm in the produce business now, Boardwalk Elvis Produce." Now he hands me a flyer. Now I have brought the flyer with us, and I have given it to Jeremy. Now, Jeremy, is that something that was put together on maybe uh, like a keynote, like a PowerPoint, like a like a Word, like a Pages? Is is that what it was put together on?
1: Well, there's a couple a couple things to notice about this. First off, it's it is quote printed on the back of an employee's schedule from September 2005 somewhere uh, in Ocean City. So I'm pretty sure this is someplace he worked uh, so and he stole a bunch of schedules and writes these flyers on them. Because the other part of it is it's not printed. Uh, it is not. Uh, it's not like he f- he did a, a uh, there's no logos. Word or something. It's no. It's not official looking. It looks like he hand wrote it and it looks like he hand writes each one directly.
2: Handwrites. writes. It's a each handwritten flyer. It is a handwritten flyer. He had 30 of them, all on different sized pieces of paper, <laughs> different type of paper, paper that was ripped out of a notebook, like a
1: spiral notebook with the edges at the top, and, and all of them were handwritten. The other part of it is that other than the top two lines, which say Boardwalk Elvis Produce, Shoal, Maryland, Pitts Road, 10035, Icon, Everything else in this is an unintelligible blur of letters.
2: So, speaking of smelling like Zero, that, that Family is. Family
1: Farmers Con, White Ohio, White Ohio, White Fusion, <laughs> Ohio Lock, Ben Slim <laughs> for Bush Look Icon, Ben Slim Afro Look, 242 Alaska <laughs> Greek Pow Peas, Oregon Sugar Pod Pea, Gladiolus U.S. Soderbets. <laughs> this is literally the craziest thing I've ever seen. Gladiolus. <laughs> gladiola's pretty pink mix gladiola's pretty pink mix boardwalk elvis produce icon that's what this flyer says written out in all block capital letters <laughs> hey, That's Hey, on two fair. different markers by the way there's like a, a sharpie and then a pen like he just went insane and wrote a bunch of flyers he scratched out things because you don't want to do this professionally he
2: probably spelled it wrong
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he must have spelled gladiola's pink pretty pink mix wrong
2: i looked at this flyer now if i if you didn't know who boardwalk elvis was and i sat this flyer down in front of you you would think that this was a. I would s-
1: call the authorities.
2: You would call the sheriff's office. <laughs> you would call the authorities. Uh, but this is an Ocean City icon. It's a Maryland, a Maryland treasure, and I, I sort of felt bad for him. But I also didn't know where his where his farm was. It's somewhere
1: in Pittsville. And
2: I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would go there and get produce from him.
1: No, <laughs> no.
2: I'm also concerned. I'm happy that he recycles paper by reusing it. I mean, that's really good for the environment, but I'm not sure Dale Cooney wants his summer <laughs>
1: schedule from well, September. I was wondering, what is Boardwalk Elvis' real name? Is he, in fact, Dale Cooney?
2: Well, I mean, that's a great question, but, I mean, Virgil Webb Sr. probably also doesn't
1: want his uh, schedule. And, and Well, again, the good news is it's a schedule from two and a half years ago. But
2: is it? Because it's a September schedule... But it was also printed in March of 2015.
1: They're very on top of their schedules. They print about six months in advance.
2: (laughs) It also just, it is the schedule for who is working the booths at the inlet. Wait a minute, wait a
1: minute. You ran into Boardwalk Elvis at a grocery store. Yes. Was he buying produce?
2: No, he was. He was (laughs) like, I sell produce. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) He was buying Gladiolus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gladiolus, pretty mix. Pretty big mix.
2: Yeah, so it was good to uh, good to catch up with the old Boardwalk Elvis. Um, I do have a flyer here in case you are. We're gonna have to
1: put that on our Twitter account at Radio for Winners that no one reads.
2: I will say this, and I I, you hit it like uh, you hit you hit the nail on the head. He is doing more marketing for his produce business than we are doing for this show.
1: Oh, guaranteed. (laughs) Guaranteed. He's probably doing far better than we are.
2: I mean, we might want to think about getting into the handwritten flyers list. (laughs) Handwritten insane people flyer (laughs) business. It's a huge market. It is a huge,
1: huge market. Well, Tony, did you do anything for Easter? I know you don't have children, so you probably just enjoyed a quiet weekend. I was on the road, so I had nothing going on at all.
0: Uh, But speaking of uh, marketing our show uh the best way to do that is rate us on itunes uh, look us up radio for winners let's try to get a couple new reviews on there guys i know you're out there listening i know you haven't reviewed it uh go on there give us a cup rating uh let us know what you feel about
1: cherokee Don. rating i'm gonna be honest maybe all seven people who are listening did in fact rate it oh uh, <laughs> that could be troubling that could be trouble well go on
0: there again get another username and rate us at Radio for Winners <laughs> on iTunes. Let's double.
1: Let's double those ratings. To four ratings.
2: Hey, um, did you listen to
1: the show at all? We have 15 all? ratings. We do? Yeah, 15.
0: Yeah. You know, I was trying to decide whether or not we are the best show on the Thunder Grunt uh, Podcast Network, and uh, there's some good shows on there, like Russian <laughs> Sessions, very good show, but I feel like we're different from that show. They're more of an interview-based show, uh, whereas we are uh, what we are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got—I got to be honest. I think we're the best show on the network.
2: I would like to get some of the other shows from the Thundergrunt Podcast Network, and I would like to quiz them on knowing your shows available on the Thundergrunt Podcast Network. I'm willing. Do to you bet. think anyone knows that we are on the Thundergrunt Podcast Network? To
1: be fair. If we get the same question to us about other shows in the Thunder Grand Podcast Network, we would not be able to answer those questions.
2: I know. I, 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 would, I would not be able to name a single one. However, I know that that's where you two come into play. You would be able to name. Hobo many Radio others.
1: this week had an interview with Patton Oswald.
2: That, is that their go to person?
1: No, that, well, that was a different show. That was Digression Sessions. So,
2: this Patton is and Oswald. Hobo Radio. Patton Oswald eventually
0: will be on this show.
1: Could be. If okay. we keep it up, another 400 episodes, we're there.
0: <laughs> uh, there's the Prague Squad.
1: I don't know if there's still a podcast, but yes, that is a podcast <laughs> that was thing, at too. some point. A lot
0: of the shows on the network don't update every week. Well, we some never do. Update. I never
1: update on their website. I should, but I'm very lazy.
0: No, if you go to iTunes though, they don't even
1: update. Yeah, no, like, they I don't, don't put look, out new shows. I'm pretty sure.
2: I feel like they're very much into like rock operas.
1: Well, there is. They are. They have, a lot of those guys are part of the Baltimore Rock Opera Society. Oh, bros, take a look at that. But uh, they do not have a podcast.
2: Wow. Oh. Um. There, there is of course radio for winners, that's hosted right. by Jeremy Parm.
1: Okay. Yep. I'm still listed as the host, but that's because <laughs> no one ever updates their web page, so <laughs> oh, that's okay.
2: That's fantastic. Did you do anything else this weekend, Tony?
1: We just
0: drove I, home. That's uh, a long drive. I did. I did nothing. Did, did he? Absolutely not. Do you listen to the podcast when you drive? I actually. I listen to the end because I love the talk-up session. What's talk
2: ups? Uh,
1: th- <laughs> I hope that made it on the air. I <laughs> hope did. that was good.
0: It did. Um,
2: um, the Gone oh, the the, the end talk ups. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I think we something to- that happened in the last episode that you. Uh... I'm pretty sure I listened to the entire episode.
2: No, I just I'm just curious to see if you listened to it. I have I have been listening to it a little bit more in the car.
1: Oh, no, no, I, I listen to every episode. I put it up on Friday and then I listen to it after I put it up.
2: I also listen to it again because I have to post it, so I listen to it well, that's just. Yeah, there uh, you go.
1: For editing purposes. Because yes. we spend so much time editing. Well it's a very tight show.
2: It is very true. It's very true.
1: Speaking of a tight show, that was a smooth <laughs> segment. Into okay, the I'm regular,
0: take it back. We are not the best show. No, we're the on worst the show on the network. network. But
1: we are the most consistently posting. We post every we Friday. Are, we absolutely. almost absolutely Almost never miss a
2: show. I mean, I can seamlessly edit that
1: out. Uh, don't bother. I think it's better with the awkward Don sounds. Doesn't edit. In. Don ah. doesn't like to edit Don will not edit any of this. Like ah. at the beginning of the show when we talked about how we're going to edit out all those mistakes and they were in the show. What totally going to happen. <laughs> even with the end, I bombs.
0: kind of feel like you guys were expecting me to have an Easter holiday story. So, like, looking over my card to see if I was forgetting something. No, I was, was pretty sure nothing. you
1: didn't. I just didn't want to skip over you and just just to let everyone know at home. Tony did nothing. We know it. We don't. Yeah, everybody's know
2: gonna write in. Hey, you two assholes talked about your your Easter weekend. Tony didn't get a chance to hear and talk about his. We just wanted to hear about it.
0: Uh, I will tell you this. I was uh, I was up in DC for about a week. And uh we decided not to do much grocery shopping. We were just gonna eat out. Oh, isn't uh, and that we, wonderful. We had like McDonald's like every single day. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had McDonald's. Like ninety-eight percent of the meals I had last week were McDonald's based. To the point uh that I when I think about Big Macs now, I'm like I'm grossed out. Because they had that two, they had that McPick two thing going on for five bucks, two for five, two for five dollars, you get two Big Macs
1: first. <laughs>
0: For, for oh, my $5. God. I'm how like, many, how many pounds
1: did you gain this week? Tony? I
0: gained about 37 pounds. <laughs> uh, so I ordered that like three times this past week. I, I ordered the, the McTwo for two Big Macs. That sounds... It's only 15 bucks. I got six Big Macs for 15 bucks. You can't beat that deal. Um, no, you, you can't beat that deal, but uh, probably not very good for you. Well, my heart does hurt now. <laughs> my heart is hurting. However... Uh, yeah, so now but now when I think about Big Macs, I get, I, I get grossed out. So
1: I've had too many McDonald's meals. Well, it's time to cut back on the calories. But I think we can all agree that this first story on our regular segment, Radio for Winners. And the news, that's right, Radio for Winners, that's the news. Everyone can take two to three news stories, put all the facts out. Everyone already talked about put new facts in to make it more interesting. Bring it to you in a little bite-sized chunks. Make you a little bit smaller tomorrow when you're in the office.
2: Smaller or smarter?
1: Smaller. Make yeah. it little, a little smaller. It made a lot of sense. But I'm sure everyone's heart will hurt because since the last time we recorded, we've lost another legend. Gary Shandling has passed away.
0: I'm glad that we're talking about this. I love Gary Shandling. He was my favorite, uh, probably one of my favorite comedians in the 80s, definitely without that.
2: I love the original Gary Shandling show. This show, yeah, like well,
1: the, the best theme song ever. This
0: is the
2: by far. This is the best theme song ever for a TV show. But I thought that the TV show was just. I. I, I mean. I didn't. I, I guess it back. It was on Showtime, right?
0: Uh, I think so. Yeah. So I mean. Showtime. that it was actually spent a couple of years on Fox.
2: The Gary Shandling show. Mm-hmm. Um. But um. I. I. Now. I mean. I know. Um. All of the references to the Larry. Uh, the Larry Sanders Show, but I—I I mean, I just didn't didn't watch it. But I HBO is bringing it back because because he passed.
1: So now they don't have to pay him royalties. Good job, HBO. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but uh, did you watch Larry Sanders at all, Tony?
0: I did watch the first few seasons. I wasn't a consistent uh, viewer, but I, I did watch it enough that uh, I liked it. I mean, it was a very innovative show. And, you know, a lot of people say it kind of led to. Uh, shows like The Office, it kind of was interview-based shows, like 30, Modern Family has kind of led to that single-camera kind of show. Uh, the one thing I was watching, I was watching a Conan O'Brien tribute to him, and he mentioned that uh, Gary, you know, among things, being nice, kind, but he was very complicated. And I was like, is that basically a way of, nice way of saying the guy was an asshole? Yes. Uh,
2: <laughs> I, I, I saw the same tribute. He was very touched by Gary Shandling. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I kind of – Kind of look at you as sort of very complicated.
0: See, I think we're all very either either that or
1: they mean he had a crippling drug problem. That's <laughs> all you mean. If, you say, if you're going to say someone's complicated, like he was a great I had a very complicated guy. That means he had a horrible drinking problem.
2: I did go back and watch the uh, the comedians in cars getting coffee um, with him, which just came out. I think back in January. And I mean, he looked—he looked horrible. But I mean, I think he had just gotten out of the uh, out, gotten out of the hospital. I think he had some sort For of his reaction. crippling drug problem. That's I, right. I don't believe that that's the case at all. Um, however, um, there was a lot of references to death in. Uh, <laughs> there was a little bit.
0: There was a lot. It was a lot of references. I mean, it wasn't just like one or two. It was a lot of references. Yeah, I almost felt like he was going to die shortly yeah. <laughs> after the filming of that. It literally—I
2: mean, they, there was a lot a lot of just references to death.
0: So, um, but
2: it was a really good episode. I, I mean, I, I, I laughed, um, I laughed for, I mean, it was from start to finish. I, I just always, he was always one of those guys that just, he had like that sort of deadpan delivery. And I just, I thought it was hysterical. I, I just, I really, uh, really sad to see him gone. And I, what was he? 69? Yeah. 66. 66. Yeah. So it's, it's sad that he's gone because I, I, I really enjoyed him as a comedian. All right. <laughs> Jeremy obviously not touched by not this Not a at fan. All. Not a fan. Not a fan of Gary. How are you? <laughs> oh, not a not fan a, of Gary Shanley. I
1: don't like comedy.
2: I
0: don't understand that. No, I'm
1: just kidding. It was fine. I just uh, it's another person that died. I was like, yeah, a lot of people died. Who
0: is, who is Jeremy's I favorite? Have, who is your favorite comedian?
1: Uh, I'm gonna be honest. My favorite comedian was Emo Phillips. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a favorite comedian, Tony. Tony, my favorite comedian is Larry Poon. That's that's well, my favorite that's comedian. That's a given,
0: but uh, <laughs> a sad mistake to make. But that is a given.
1: <laughs> No, I mean, I, I don't have. A, I mean, it's not like I didn't like him, but it's just every time a celebrity dies, I'm like, yep, that's a real shame. Is and there, I move on because I don't know them personally. Is there
2: anybody that would pass that's like a celebrity or just famous that you would cry?
1: Paula Abdul. I would be super <laughs> upset if Paula Abdul passed away. But other than that, no, I'm pretty solid. And I don't think she's going anywhere. Not uh, before I do. God, I hope she doesn't die by Friday. <laughs> Boy, that would be a tragic... <laughs> that would be, you know what? If it does, we recorded this Wednesday. If she passes away between Wednesday and Friday, don't blame us.
0: Oh, wow. Jim, I feel like you don't cry. Has your wife ever seen you cry? I feel like uh, I was talking to a friend. And they were saying about how their, uh, their husband has like, never cried in front of them. And it's been like like 10 years that they've, um, they've been together. And, no, and they've, never, they've never seen this guy cry. Have you ever cried in
1: front of your wife? I mean, uh, like nightly. Yeah, <laughs> um, but normally I'm in the bathroom just sobbing, and she knows I'm in there, but she doesn't interrupt me. It's fine. <laughs> uh, no, I know I cried when my son was born. Uh, I was very touched. All right. Uh, I also cried at the end of Cars one time because I was having a breakdown, right. and, uh, and then one time I cried in the grocery store just because I felt like it. So that's about it. Those three times. <laughs> There's three times. Was
2: your wife with you for any of those?
1: Yeah, yeah. She was watching Cars and told me that I was a sissy.
2: <laughs> and I said you don't understand
1: I don't you don't understand
2: I don't believe I don't believe that's the case now was it Cars 1 or Cars 2
1: 1 nothing sad Cars 2 I was just sad that I was watching it but it had nothing to do with being actually sad inside Cars 2 is terrible Cars 2 what? is awful
2: no it's not it's a good movie no
1: it is not Cars 2 is the worst Pixar movie hands down
2: no my god no we'll have to have that debated at a later time
1: no one wants to hear that debate just trust me Cars 2 is terrible <laughs> let's move on because other kids would like to hear this next story who would be into Cars 2 Many studies happen all the time. Sometimes I talk about them and get the facts wrong, but this time I got it right. It turns out, based on a study done of 12,000 families, that children spend less time outside than prison inmates. Wow. One-third of children, uh, based on this study, spend less than 30 minutes outside a day, where prison inmates spend at least, legally, they have to spend two hours outside, weather-dependent.
0: Now, Don, you can lean on this because your children make up six uh, percent of the
1: population That's of Maryland's uh, mm-hmm. children, uh,
0: do your kids spend <laughs>
1: do your kids spend a lot of time outside? Yes, I mean, mine do too. And I want them to be outside a lot of time. I just send them outside and I close the door and I take a nap. But they are outside a lot.
2: I did have this debate the other day. There was a, a, a like, um, uh, there was a couple that was arrested up in Montgomery County a couple times because they let their kids walk home from the park. And the park was like two blocks away. And, um, you know, there's this whole like, well, that's, that's you know, that's too far for kids to walk. They're not being supervised. And, you know, the parents just don't feel like they need to be helicopter parents. And, um, <clears throat> you know, when I was a kid, I mean, I, I mean, like first and second grade, I was on my bike. I roamed the neighborhood on my bike. Like, I mean, all of my friends, we just rode our bikes around, around town. And, you know, that was a thing. Now I sort of feel like my kids riding their bike down the street would be would scare the crap out of me if they were out of my eyesight yeah, and no. that's and that's a horrible and it's a horrible thing however my kids do love going outside we don't we don't really watch TVs and movies a lot we we don't Dan you have
1: 4000 DVDs
2: um that is for when mommy and daddy need quiet time oh. Um, which is a lot also, um, but um, that um, we, uh, we don't play video games. We don't do that um, a, a lot. We do it occasionally, but yeah, mine, mine definitely like to go outside. I mean, my God, we got like a jungle gym out there. So, I mean, they, they might as well go out and use it.
0: I do feel like, though, when we were younger, there was nothing to do. Uh, inside.
1: Right. No, it was, I mean, there was Nintendo, but those games generally didn't last long. Although I did somehow spend eight hours a day playing them, but I still went outside. Even me who played excessive amounts of video games all the time. We, we played outside. We did street hockey, played football. We did all those other things outside. we were outside just going through the woods, riding on trails. Uh, my kids are outside all the time, but they don't do anything because they're too little for that. But uh, I was like, there's no way this can be true because there's always kids outside. But then I remembered that the house next door, the same house that wouldn't answer when I knocked uh, they have a son who I've never, ever, ever seen outside other than them walking him to school and walking him home to the point where when they come home, he'll say things like, hey, can I play with these kids? And they go, get inside. Get inside. And at first I thought it was me because I'm kind of a weirdo and I just hang out with kids. But I don't think it's me. I think that he just never goes outside. He's always downstairs playing Minecraft. Uh. So, uh, maybe it's true. Maybe that's possible. But I, I just can't see kids going outside for. I mean, it's one thing if, it's, if it was like six hours, two hours, two hours a day on average. And when you include the weekends in with that, that seems way too low.
2: Yeah, I. Um, and that's a day? Two hours a day? Two hours
1: a day on average. I, I mean, is for I, prison inmates. Kids, 30 minutes or less.
2: I feel like my kids get that time at school, like. 30 minutes but i don't right, know if they're, i don't know if they're getting another hour and a half once they get home i mean i guess if you factor in the fact that they do sports on a regular basis well, yes. and,
1: and and weekends and of course during the winter it's less time you know when it rains it doesn't count but on average if you spread out over a year kids can spend le- half the kids uh in the survey spent less than two hours outside a day on average that's bizarre that's crazy then again we're three guys hanging out in the garage doing nothing with <laughs> our lives, so perhaps we're not the right people to ask for any surveys Mm. but you know it's a good thing don you have all these dvds in your house because it means your kids always have something to watch without having to worry about rentals because rentals lead to problems like in this next story please hit the music a man was arrested in north carolina this past week for a traffic violation now it wasn't anything he did in the traffic violation he didn't have any possession of any substance on him it was for a warrant for something that happened 14 years earlier
2: 14, years, 14
1: earlier. years earlier this man did something so unspeakable, so unbelievable Heinous. that it caused the police to say look you can take your kids to school and then just drive back to the police station we have a chance you have a warrant <laughs> and he did drive back which is the most shocking part of the story is that after the police said things like you can just take your kids to school and then just come when we have a chance he still went into the police station and turned himself in because 14 years ago he rented Freddy Got Fingered and did not return it to the video store in time I'm sorry? Freddy Got Fingered, which, by the way, is a the terrible Tom, movie. The
2: Tom Green movie?
0: The
1: yes. Horrible movie. It's... He should be arrested just for watching that. <laughs> so, he, yeah, he he, uh, he, got a $200 fine that he had never paid for not returning the movie 14 years ago, and that has led to a warrant that led to an arrest, and now he has a court date at the end of the month. However, Tom Green reached out to him and said, if it's just about paying the fine, I will pay it, because no one should watch Freddy Got Fingered. Wow. And then he was like, how much is the fine? Oh, I can't afford that. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry, I, I do a free
0: podcast. In 18 years.
2: <laughs> yeah, everybody was like, well, um, why are we hearing from Tom
0: Green again? Actually, Tom Green does stand-up now. He's uh, not too bad. I think he has a show on
1: some sort of channel, maybe Fusion or one of those horrible channels. Everyone has a channel networks. on AXS. Everybody has a show on AXS. It must be that. <laughs> not us, because that's still people who are more successful than we are. We into- just got to
0: get that pitch together. We We can get that show on... On any network. We can get on True TV if we want to. We just got to get that pitch. So, uh, as soon as Don works out the details for that idea he has, uh, watch out, people. Watch out for Radio for Winners on your nearest network cable channel. I will get right on that. Actually, you know, Don did present a sitcom idea to me once a few years ago, I just which turns out to be exactly what Mark Marin's TV show. Uh, that he has on <laughs> is about. It's exactly the same concept. And I was like, you know that that's already
1: on the air. And I, got, I did I got it. An I... for a show. So I'm a scientist. I've built a robot daughter, right? And she lives with my actual son. <laughs> and it's going to be pretty good. I think no one's ever heard of a show like this before.
2: She is fantastic. She's made We're going to of... call her Vicky.
1: She's made of plastic. Okay, that was not going to work. How about this? I'm some kind of special agent. I have a talking car. Now, no one's going to believe this show. It's incredible.
2: <laughs> I'll call myself Michael.
1: What if me and my friend work for the California <laughs> bicycle or uh, motorcycle company? I got lost. I was going on. Go out. To, the going to the next news story. Next. We yeah. Have, yeah, we have four this week. Four? Four news stories. Gary Shelling was breaking news.
2: Oh, that was a <laughs> breath. Wait a minute. Radio for Winners, breaking news a weekly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> breaking news when you live in a box. Yes. Well, it, this story is near and dear to my heart. So let's go ahead and do the last story of the week. Sometimes we all get arrested for shoplifting. I know I've been there. Maybe you've been there. But anyway, sometimes you're arrested for shoplifting. You do things like you turn yourself in or you say you're sorry. Sometimes you flee the scene and leave your kid there. That's what I would do.
2: Have you shot? <laughs> There's so many angles to this story. No, I have
1: not been arrested for shoplifting.
2: Have you shoplifted before?
1: Uh, when I was five, Don, I stole a Cadbury egg and I took it to the car <laughs> and I got halfway home with my mom. Saw me with a Cadbury egg, realized I did not pay for the Cadbury egg and she did not pay for it as well. I had to go back and apologize to the store and beg them not to send me to jail. <laughs> wow. And then once I stole a lawnmower. But other than that, (laughs) I don't often steal things. No, I never saw a lawnmower. That didn't happen. But the the Cadbury egg story, totally true. Totally true. Wow. But if I was going to steal, I would probably remember to take my children with me as I fled the scene. This gentleman, and, and I thought this was from Montgomery County, Maryland, but it's Montgomery County, Pennsylvania was stealing tools from a Walmart by just putting them in his cart and then putting them in plastic bags and walking out the door. Stopped by security, ran to his car, and drove off, (laughs) leaving his child in the cart. But actually, turns out it's probably not his child. They found the mother of the child, who said she didn't know the guy's last name, (laughs) but he was definitely (laughs) watching the child. What the
2: hell was she doing giving him the child?
1: Well, she was busy. She was very busy, but it
0: turns out... She defending him or trying to uh, conceal his identity. Pretty sure it was a boyfriend. But, I don't know, just kind of... Well, why would you decide to pick that
1: day if we're going to (laughs) shoplift? Well, you know what? To be fair, all the things I've stolen, when I do it with my children, no one blames me for it.
2: I will to Uh. to also be fair. I know that, you know, having worked in that world for a long time, um, that a lot of people will steal when they have their kids because they think people aren't. Um, paying attention to them because they have kids.
1: Now what you should do is have your kid and pinch him so he screams and has a fit and then they, then everyone will want you to throw your kid out of the store so you're like I'm very sorry about this and you like yell at him the whole time when you walk out and you get that free lawnmower.
2: Well you got that 58 inch uh, TV like uh, stuff.
1: Uh, no one will know what's there. you to do a talk up this week Don. No
0: Tony doesn't oh, talk no. up. No I don't do the talk up you. I thought the old loss prevention Don could do uh,
1: LP <laughs> Don. The,
0: the, uh, Let's
1: lock up.
2: Did you know me when
1: I was
0: L.P. Don? No. L.P. Don, name. the subject matter expert on loss prevention. <laughs> hey, let's go to the phone lines right now. Special <laughs> guest, <laughs> Loss Prevention <laughs> Don, checking in with a special, special report on kids and parents and the parents shoplifting and why they do it. <laughs> the show went off the rails, but this is still the reason. Why we are the number one show on the Thunder Grunt podcast (laughs) now.
2: I liked Paul Abdul when I was a teenager. You? Like the music? No. I mean, yeah, I guess.
1: You mean you rubbed it out? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Just the one with Scat Cat. That was the one I was into.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That poor bastard, DJ Scat Cat, he got no credit for that song whatsoever. You were scat catting? <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know why, but I'll see everyone who listens next week if you decide to pick it back up again. Next week's promised to be a better show. We'll have topics. We might even show up on time. Perhaps my life won't be terrible.
0: We are having a huge brainstorming uh, session this weekend. New segments. Coming up in the next few weeks, it's gonna
1: be a real I can't wait for guess what hand it's in. It's a good segment <laughs> we're gonna <to> do. Another lesson to a sign you will only see a week. See you later. See you
0: guys.
1: You can find some to buttiger. He could only make you cry. You deserve some to
2: butterbictic. He's good cold as ice eyes.
1: Three, two, one, go. You can follow uh, you can <laughs> All
2: right. contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners, Facebook.com, Search for Radio for Winners, or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, RFW show at gmail.com. Well there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>